When telling a story, you should have three primary phases in order, the setup, the buildup, and the payoff. Tynan. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. I apologize for the voice. I've been sick for the weekend and recording's going to be interesting. Tell you what, you're not allowed to get sick ever again. I would hope that works because <laughs> I really hate this. We are continuing our series talking about the problems in novels that get us to set the novel down or to simply not like the novel. Today's topic is about the setup and never getting the payoff. This is something that for me personally, I have a higher tolerance for. Probably like an 8 out of 10, I can handle it. But if you consistently set up things and then never pay them off, I get incredibly annoyed and it will probably turn into a spite read. I think my tolerance is a little lower. I'm closer to a 5 out of 10. It really annoys me when, especially during mysteries and these kind of stories where we're interacting with the story, we're trying to outsmart the good guy or the bad guy as we're reading, and then they just throw random stuff out there and they're like, wait, am I supposed to read into that or not? It just becomes burdensome to read because I'm no longer writing along with the author. I am off on a tangent trying to figure something out that means absolutely nothing. Yeah. For me, I think that tolerance comes from having a storyteller like Brandon Sanderson as my favorite author because he has a lot of long-term buildup. So I have a high tolerance so long as I can see the breadcrumbs along the way in the story saying, okay, we are going to address this, but later. Like, there will be a payoff sometime. And I think exactly what you said, a lot of this comes down to trust and faith in the author. So especially with a new author, I just don't have that faith. You have a lot of faith in Sanderson to pay off any of these buildups that he establishes. Because I know how much attention he pays to those small fine details that sometimes I don't notice until my second or third read. So what is this buildup without a payoff? One of the biggest problems with it is that it's distracting. Like you were saying in a mystery, it's more than just having red herrings. It's having things show up that you're not sure should be relevant or not. Another thing is it often feels like filler. People are just putting in these moments that we as readers think is going to go somewhere, that something's going to happen when we hear that he lost his mom and can't find her anymore. Okay, well, since they mentioned that, we think something's going to happen with it when it's just meant to be backstory these moments start to feel more like filler just to have some content and not necessarily something that's going to pay off. It feels like drama for the sake of drama. Something else that's really common to have for this setup without ever having a payoff is a misleading beginning. I kind of look at the Sanderson's Alcatraz series for this because in the first book, there is kind of a misleading beginning where he says, So there I was tied to an altar made of outdated encyclopedias about to be sacrificed by evil librarians, which is a fantastic beginning. But that never gets paid off until, I can't remember if it's at the end of that book or like another couple books later, that it finally happens. This is something that most authors want to avoid. 
The only reason Sanderson can get away with it is because it's Sanderson, and he does a good job of writing that omniscient narrative where the main character is telling the tale of his life from way before, and he keeps bringing that particular moment up throughout until it finally happens. Another thing a build-up without a payoff can lead to is unfulfilled promises, and that goes hand-in-hand with the misleading beginnings, where we think that something is about to happen and nothing ever does. So we're told that there's a bomb that needs to be disarmed in the super spy hangout spot. And then we find out after the fact that, oh yeah, Agent 6 disarmed it, nothing to worry about there. This particular point is where my tolerance ends, is the unfulfilled promises. If you keep promising things and it never happens, it completely turns me off for a book. This is one reason why I really hated Breaking Dawn. Even back when I was a Twilight fan, there was a dark time in my life that I liked those books. But I remember reading Breaking Dawn and being so disappointed at the ending because there was this huge buildup that there was going to be this epic fight between whatever factions of vampires there were. And then there wasn't at all. Like absolutely the best example of the worst unfulfilled promise Now, there are some moments where you can have this build up and it pays off in a different way than people expect. One of the things that's tolerable and no longer a red flag is when the outcome isn't like how we expected, but there is still an outcome. There is a payoff, but Carl Fredrickson doesn't get to Paradise Falls. He learns something new and better about himself along the way. I'm sorry to bring up Twilight again, but I think this is one way where the movies actually did better than the books, and that's not saying much because the movies are trash, but they were able to pull off that different outcome in the ending because they actually showed what the vision was that stopped that big battle that was supposed to happen. So they showed that battle and then went back to the actual present time And the guy was like, oh, maybe we won't do this. (laughs) This won't end well for us. Another thing that isn't a red flag is if there's a buildup and the payoff isn't immediate. That's okay. We're good with that so long as there is a payoff eventually. And if you are going to play that long game, make sure that there are breadcrumbs along the way. Don't forget about it. If you have to leave a note for yourself, leave a note for yourself. But that's what helps keep the reader tied to that particular point. And don't forget that this is not exclusive to the suspense and mystery books. You can have that setup and that payoff no matter what genre you're writing. Which means the crime can also be committed by romance authors. If at the very beginning of the book you have her wondering if she's pregnant and then never reference it again... It's going to diminish the enjoyment and the value of the book. The biggest reason why this is a problem is that I think that it shows the author isn't paying attention to their own story. I think this is probably a crime committed more often by pantsers. So bear with me, my fellow pantsers, but you have to pay attention to those details. This is why the rewriting, the re-editing is so important so that you can find those things that may end up being setups without payoffs. 
And what makes it a red flag for me especially is if an author can't do this setup and payoff on a small scale, I really start to doubt that they can do it on a large scale, that it would be worth my time to finish the book. Because if there's not little payoffs along the way for whatever you're setting up, then I will assume you don't have the skill at all to complete the book. How do you fix this problem if this is something that you find yourself doing? I'm sorry, pantsers, but one of the easiest ways to fix this is by plotting. When I plot, I have my outline in the same Word document or same Google Doc as my wall of text. This is mostly for Nano when I have to type instead of handwrite. I will put in my outline an insert as I'm writing. Oh, I put a little foothold here. I need to pay it off at this point down the line. I know how I'm going to pay it off when I put the foothold in. So even if you don't actually go out and plot an outline, as you're writing, you need to be making those notes to yourself. Have a notebook, have a separate Google Doc or whatever. Somewhere where you can make those notes of things that you need to bring back and resolve later. And of course, if you are in your editing process and you come across this or a beta reader says, well, what about the fact that she's pregnant? Where did that come from? An easy fix for this is to add a scene or integrate it into another scene where one of the characters goes, oh yeah, false alarm, whatever. Have any kind of payoff. If it's something like that where it was a throwaway line, put it really close to <laughs> the throwaway line so we aren't building all of this emotional investment throughout the book for something that's a nothing. And I want to quickly add kind of the reverse. Sometimes, especially as a pantser, I will include things later in the story and say, oh, this needs to be set up. So the same thing can be applied instead of randomly bringing something in the end. I make a note to myself and say, hey, when I do the rewrite, when I go back and edit, this element needs to be introduced or this piece here needs to be set up earlier in the story so that that can have a launching point or that scene towards the end to make sense or feel complete. And I feel like that's a huge part of the skill of an author is recognizing these moments that are only a buildup or only a payoff and then recognizing which one it is because your solutions will happen before or after that moment. Having the payoffs is really satisfying as a reader because if I was paying attention to the story and all of these things that I took a mental note of along the way are getting answered, all those questions are getting resolved, then I feel way more attached to the book. If none of them are getting answered, I get angry at the book. So this is one thing that you as an author need to be paying attention to. Pay attention to your story. Give it the time that it needs to focus on all these little details. Because it's very easy as an author to go, I know how it ends, and then accidentally not put the answer to whatever questions in the manuscript itself, or to accidentally edit it out. If you have a setup, make sure you pay it off. If you have a payoff, make sure that it's set up. And you do that by starting to write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.